Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Buttermilk Boulevard. I am your host, James, and I hope everybody's doing well out there. It's been a long couple of weeks for me, a lot going on. I've upgraded my apartment, I have a new TV now, a uh, new entertainment system, um, I've got a new job lined up as well. Um, a whole lot of going on, you know, um, got some family things as well that has just kept me away from recording a new episode, unfortunately. So just a lot of life stuff getting in the way. I mean, I guess the TV is more of a selfish purchase. Uh, 4K, if anyone's wondering, uh, UHD 65 inch Samsung, Samsung cheap. It's uh, Best Buy. Go to Best Buy. They have awesome. It's not sponsored or anything, but, <laughs> but they have some really nice Samsung TVs that are kind of older models, but work just as well as newer stuff. So um but yeah, I hope everybody's doing well out there. Today's just going to be kind of a casual podcast because I have a little bit of time here to record some stuff um, just to kind of get you out there. I had an idea as far as what episode, um, what I kind of wanted to talk about today. It's not going to be an album review or anything like that, just if you can't read from the title. Um, today, I'm going to recommend and rather discuss how to recommend as well for some of the metalhead friends out there. How uh, or what, I should say, metal bands to recommend to people who have not listened to metal, who are not into metal, or have some weird kind of disdain or discomfort towards metal overall. It's very common. It's There's nothing to be ashamed about if you are one of those people that are like, I can't really can't get into the growling. I get it. I was there at one point in my life. I think most metalheads have been there at some point. Um, I don't know personally many people. Maybe you are. If you are, leave me in the comments, etc. Let me know if you are one of those people that as soon as you heard the growling, you were hooked. Or if it took a little bit more time, kind of like a taste thing, I guess. I don't know. Kind of like um, a lot of people don't like coffee. Um, had to adjust my mic there. Um, a lot of people don't like coffee until they kind of get accustomed to it. And it's not that they don't like it per se. It's just maybe it's not their taste. And that's kind of why I think metal has a weird kind of uh, discomfort around it as far as the public is concerned. So just like I said, nonchalant podcast. Now, if you are new to the podcast, um, we talk about music amongst other things. We talk about your favorite bands and the artists behind them, as well as producers, anybody who might have been involved in the record or producing process as far as your favorite bands and music is concerned. We talk about all of it. I love music. I'm not an expert by any means, so a lot of what you're hearing on this podcast is my personal opinion. So if you don't agree with that, that's what those socials are for. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I have all three. I'm not that um, active on them recently because, again, there's been a lot going on, but... Nonetheless, reach out on those, comment on the posts, send me a message, whatever, man. If you have some opinions or some recommendations that you want to add or something like that, like uh, I'm going to put a post out there soon with this podcast, if I haven't already, uh, this podcast episode. So just leave a comment. Be like, you know who else is a good band to recommend to people who haven't listened? This band. You know why? Because of these reasons. Or don't even put any reason. Just be like, check this bitch out. Or just put a band name without any context so everybody's confused as shit about what you're doing. <laughs> but, um, you know, whatever. That's what those socials are for. So check them out. Maybe subscribe to the podcast if you enjoyed the episode. If not, well, that's cool, man. Whatever, man. I do this for free. It's completely up to you. So I appreciate you listening nonetheless. Anyway, let's get into this bitch, shall we? So a few caveats. I was thinking about this for a couple of weeks now. Um, what kind of recommendations I would personally give to somebody. Um, I would consider myself new, but I'm talking new as in like 
I've been listening to metal most of my life, but I am new to the extreme metal side of the metal genre. Um, and there's a lot of people that are very similar. You know, there are the Metallica fans of the world that don't ever listen to Megadeth or don't ever check out Slayer or things like that. You know, there's plenty of people out there who have similar kind of upbringings where they are familiar with le with metal as a whole. And, you know, they just uh, maybe they've just never really delved into the genre much or maybe they just have their hits that they like and they listen to those four or five Metallica songs that everybody else does like inner sandman so you know it, it's not everybody and you have to as a metalhead you have to understand and there's there's a big problem with this in the metal community which i won't really get too too much into this podcast but there's a big problem with the metal community where they want people to join and they want people to to be welcomed it's like a club you know you i felt welcomed as a new metalhead i never i never felt like i was being disdained against but once you're in there and you start thinking or naming or seeing bands that you find to be metal, then these elitists come out of the woodwork for no reason. And they're like, that's not fucking metal. And then they give you a band that they think is metal. It's all opinion based, man. It's like, it's like watching chopped versus forged in fire. When you watch chopped taste, as far as food is concerned is all just that it's their personal taste so that's why it's weird to judge somebody on their food because maybe everyone else loves the shit out of it but that one person that happens to be a judge and chopped thinks it has too much salt <laughs> you know they have a different palate than most people do probably um versus forged in fire is a technical art you know there's cracks in the blade you know that's a bad thing <laughs> you know you can't be selling blades with cracks in it it's it's that kind of somebody could get hurt there's a craft there that you can actually it's a testable craft versus food which is just personal taste and music is very much like food in the sense that it's all up to people's taste and what they like what they enjoy um, versus what they don't but that doesn't mean that your personal tastes can't change or adapt or experiment um, you have to be open to different genres which is part of my discussion in the grammys podcast as well where metal is that genre, and this is why I'm specifying metal in this episode rather than like rock music or something like that. Metal is one of those genres that is often seen in a negative light. And the reason it is, is because metal tends to touch on the darker sides of humanity. The sides that people are afraid of or don't want to touch. But oftentimes, when it's touching on those things, it's doing it for a positive reason. So much like horror movies... Think about horror movies as as like a in a general sense, like what what are horror movies trying to tell you when they're you're watching like a serial killer or something like that? Well, um, the first thing that comes to mind is it follows that it follows is very clearly a STD kind of based movie. Like it may not throw it in your face, but it's telling you what it's about and the dangers of it in a sense of a movie, like an entertainment says, like it's, it's telling you that. So metal is very similar. It will talk about politics. It'll talk about war. War is a very common theme in metal bands. And it talks about Satanism and it talks about religion as a whole. Cause some, you know, not everybody who listens to metal worships Satan, <laughs> you know, certainly some of the bands might promote it and stuff in their songs, but they don't even necessarily worship Satan. It's just, 
it's just entertainment. It's theatrical. It's something to draw you in. You, if you're a horror fan or something like me, you, that just captures you immediately. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, it's like, give me that shit. I like it. I like horror movies. The Conjuring 3 was awesome to me. So it's that kind of thing. It's it's entertainment. It's theatrical. It's I've talked about Ghost before in the past. We'll go watch that. We'll go watch that discography. Go listen to it, whatever. Um, but similar thing. I mean, the idea of somebody talking about religion is not new in music or talking about things that are hard in music. The only thing metal doesn't do is talk about like love (laughs) or relationships, which, which if you go to like pop music or rap or hip hop, things that are popular currently, like the top 10 trends, if they're not a TikTok dance, most of those tend to be about relationships or love or failed relationships things like that people tend to touch on those because those are the most relatable topics most people have been in relationships that are difficult or can un- at least understand somebody who is in a difficult relationship in that sense metal is different metal touches on the stuff people are afraid to talk about and that's why i love metal also it just goes fucking hard <laughs> Let's be honest. Another reason you should check out metal is the rhythms, the rhythm, the breakdowns, the music. It's exceptional. The talent of the musicians and metal bands is phenomenal. Like, it's insane that Iron Maiden and Judas Priest are not considered in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why aren't they in there? (laughs) Those guys, specifically like Iron Maiden, the guitarists like K.K. Downing and all that. No, I'm sorry, that's Judas Priest. But all the Iron Maiden, as far as... Um, I'm drawing a blank on the names, but the guitarists in Iron Maiden are phenomenal. Like the way they play and the smoothness of how they play. They're some of the smoothest, most experienced guitarists I've ever seen in my life, live and um, like in videos that you go watch a music video of um, go watch a live performance of Iron Maiden right now. Just pick one song. Doesn't matter. Pause this, go watch that, and you will see what I'm talking about with how smooth those guitarists are. It's insane how quick, smooth, and melodic they can be, um, and just showing off their talents. And not it's not even showboating, it's just using the guitar, using that instrument to the best of its abilities, using the most that you can do out of that guitar, and putting it into a form of music where everybody can enjoy it and understand and groove and dance, etc., etc., um, and then there's other people that, you know, in metal, there's a lot of like three, five, zero, three, five is the joke for metal as far as I'm concerned. So like drop D zero, three, five, it, it's, it's the most basic, easiest, heaviest thing that you can do as far as guitar. And there's a lot of bands that stick to that kind of thing. Then you have bands like Mashuga. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you know, if you listen to Mashuga, that may not be a recommendation for you. I'm just kind of, this is just kind of all the lead up to what I'm getting at. Um, but if you listen to a band Mashuga, it's so different from something like I just mentioned with like Iron Maiden or Metallica or things that you're familiar with, the big bands, the popular bands, um, or Ghost or things like that. It, they're, it's such a different genre. It's got a huge amount of followers and huge, huge amount of like different tastes and different ways of playing and experimenting. It's the genre that, in my opinion, experiments the most with instruments as far as I'm concerned, like guitar and like bass and like drums. I mean, go listen to Gojira. I don't know. I don't know anyone that plays drums like the guy in Gojira does. It's fucking phenomenal. It's amazing. And yet nobody will ever touch it. Everything I just said, the, the, 
outstanding musicianship that is behind some of those artists, you'll so many people will never even experience that because they're afraid of metal or they're they have a weird kind of um, stereotype for metal or metal heads or people that listen to metal. They find it either scary or or, you know, horrifying or gruesome and grotesque or, you know, uh, anti-religious and stuff like that. And, and it really isn't. There's a lot of stuff. There is a way of listening to metal that isn't just anti-religion, which tends to be the turnoff for a lot of people, by the way. Uh, metal tends to be that tends to be the most controversial part of it is if they're talking about Satan, that equals, you know, satanic. You know, you are referencing Satan, therefore you are satanic. That doesn't necessarily hit the case. Sometimes they're touching on those topics in order to address those topics, which some religious, you know, whatever, I'm not going to talk about religion. <laughs> anyway, let's not address issues that we only know a little bit about. So anyway, the the thing is, with there's a way to avoid that. Like, if you're not somebody who wants to go listen to a band that talks about Satan or things like that or has satanic references, okay, well, avoid black metal, <laughs> you know? And there's also, for my metalhead friends, there's a way to recommend things, which now we're getting into the kind of meat and bones of the podcast. There is a way to recommend things to people who do not like metal or, or who haven't really tried it out much. There's a way to recommend things that are not necessarily your tastes the extreme metal side of stuff and the extreme metal bands. Those are the ones that I'd be like, maybe don't tell them to go listen to mayhem, you know, or uh, I don't know, Balthory or something like that. Maybe don't tell them to go listen to those bands. Let them find those bands on their own time. Cause the black metal side of things, it's very hard to recommend that to people because black metal tends to be more, uh, what people, I guess, stereotype metal to be, which that doesn't mean I don't like it. I enjoy a lot, quite a bit of me black metal stuff, and I'm not a Satanist by any means or anything like that. I just enjoy the music. Again, it goes back to the talent, the groove, all that stuff. Um, it's just fun. It's raw. It's interesting. It's heavy. Um, I like that shit. So that being said, here's kind of what I think as far as recommending something to somebody who doesn't listen to metal, who doesn't necessarily dip into that side of music who may be interested, and I've heard this before, you know, people have asked me before, not not that many, maybe like, I could probably count on one or two hands how, many, how often I'm actually asked for recommendations. Oftentimes, the people that are asking me for recommendations as far as metal bands are concerned tend to be workouts, like people who are doing workouts or hardcore weight, weightlifting and stuff like that. Those tend to be the ones that I'm that are asking me for harder stuff, for heavier stuff. Maybe you then you could like recommend an extreme metal band that's a little bit on the heavier side. Um, the band Dis Distant just dropped a new album. I can't uh, remember the name off the top of my head, but they just dropped an album which is so fucking heavy, and I every single one of those songs is perfect for a weightlifting class <laughs> or something like that. You know, if you're just sitting there bench pressing, check out the band Distant because every single one of those songs hit hard, hit heavy. And will just give you an adrenaline rush, make you want to run around and punch things. But instead of punching things, you should run around and do free weights <laughs> or something. Um, so th that is a band like if you're if you're a workout buff and you're looking for something hard and heavy and bouncy, um, that's that's kind of the band I would go for for you, like distant or something like that. Um, now, there's also a like my mom, for instance, I'm going to kind of call her out here. She would probably be more into 
things are a little bit more theatrical. Maybe things are a little bit more symphonic. And if you're a metalhead, you kind of already know where I'm going with this. There is a whole genre, a subgenre of metal that is all like operatic and symphonic and kind of leans into the classical side, but it's still metal. Um, Beethoven, for instance, is probably metal. I, that's not, I'm not talking about him specifically, but that kind of thing where they kind of lean into that darker sort of classical genre and then they bring it onto a forefront with lyrics and vocals and interesting, kind of compelling theatrical, you know, melodies. So bands like uh, Epica. Um, if you are more into the symphonic side of life, um, you know, bands like Sim- uh, Epica or um, uh, what, what are they called? Nightwish. Nightwish is technically a metal band as well. Um, bands like that are good for um, like the op- operatic fans or maybe people who like that kind of thing, who like extreme talent as far as vocals are concerned, because Nightwish um, Floor, the singer for Nightwish, has some of the best vocals that metal has to offer as a whole. She's so good as far as like her vo- vocal range, and she is classically trained. She's you know played in theater and all that stuff. And um, but yeah, so something like that might be good for somebody who does like musicals. Maybe they're a Disney fan. I don't know. <laughs> I'm making this up. I don't. If if it's like somebody's like, hey. You know, if I know that person to be a huge fan of, I don't know, Aladdin or Lion King or something, that tends to be more symphonic kind of driven and a little bit more musical and vocal wise. So I'd probably be like, you know what, you if I was going to get you into metal, I would recommend something like Nightwish. Go check out Nightwish's version of Phantom of the Opera. I would start them off with something maybe they know, and then they can kind of delve into the other things. Maybe then go to Ghost Story and Ghost Love Story or whatever it is and all that stuff. Um, so that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's just, it depends on the person. Don't just recommend your faves. Here's another caveat that I have as far as recommendations. Um, if you're recommending something to somebody, I would avoid popular or classic bands. Um, I know that is kind of, a, a lot of people are probably going to get offended, but I would not necessarily tell somebody, oh, you want to listen to metal? Well, you got to start at the basics. I would not do that. Um Starting at the basics might be good for like reading <laughs> or something like that um, or learning a craft. But when it comes to listening to metal, starting at the basics is throwing somebody off. So putting big bands out there as far as recommendations is not necessarily in a big bands. I'm using that kind of vaguely. Um, I'm talking about your Metallicas, your Megadeths, your Slayers, your Iron Maidens, your Judas Priests. You know, I, I could go on and on as far as listing the big bands like that. Those commercially friendly bands is probably a bigger way to describe it. But those bands, it I would not necessarily recommend those bands to somebody who's trying to get into metal for two reasons. One, those those types of bands, because they're commercially friendly, that won't necessarily be a good gateway drug, so to speak, uh, into other genres, into other subgenres. You know, if they start with Metallica, maybe they get stuck in a thrash phase and they can't find their way out. You know, it doesn't have it doesn't have everything to offer. While those bands are amazing, I have nothing against those bands, just caveat. But um, and they should listen to those. Those are not necessarily a recommendation that I would give to somebody who hasn't listened to metal um, because. Again, the main one, of course, is um, 
my main rationale for that just kind of I'm losing control of my brain suddenly <laughs> it just flied off in the distance i had to try and catch it like a paper in the wind um <laughs> but um so I, the reason I wouldn't recommend big bands like Metallica and stuff is, one, they've probably heard them before, so they'll be familiar and they'll probably be like, oh, is this metal? OK. Um, but the biggest reason is people tend to, at least in my experience, people tend to not care about bands that they are supposed to like. Uh, does that make any sense? Probably not. But uh, giving them somebody like being like, hey, you need to listen to this. You need to listen to this uh, and Justice for All. Um, you want to listen to metal. Those are the type of bands that people would be sitting there staring at you. You are supposed to like this. Like you don't have an option. You don't have an opinion and saying anything about this. You have to like this band that is going to throw a lot of people off and they're going to just shut down. And that tends to be the thing. Like if I'm supposed to like this, I won't even bother listening to it. That's how I am with anime. Anytime somebody's like, bro, you need to finish. You need to watch Shibuden. I suddenly I have this weird kind of subconscious desire not to watch Naruto Shibuden because of that. <laughs> I don't know why, but that pressure and that putting it on to somebody like that, it's like, what? you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to watch anything else. <laughs> I'll watch anything else other than that. <laughs> you know, also the pressures of having 300, 500 episodes of something, which I'm not getting an anime discussion by any means, but that is the similar kind of circumstance. It's like, if you want to do this, you have to watch this. You have to like it also. You can't just watch it. You have to like it. And that pressure is off-putting for people who are new to a genre. Um, then again, you know, there there could be people, if they're familiar with it, then maybe you can recommend something. Okay, so they like Judas Priest. They like Metallica. They like Megadeth. Tell them to go to Slayer. Tell them to go to Anthrax. Hey, try uh, Judas Priest or Iron Maiden, whatever one I didn't say. <laughs> so um, try these bands that you, you know, you like those bands. Well, you're certainly going to like those. If they have some, you know, if they dip their foot in that water, but they're not necessarily in the deep end yet, um, you can kind of lead them back into that kind of genre of music. But for somebody like, you know, who hasn't listened to it before, I would not necessarily be like, you have to listen to this because everybody does. You know, that that's you're throwing people off. <laughs> you know, it's not a good recommendation. And that's just mainly for your metalheads. So um, so here's a couple. So, again, that that's all basically a long winded 20 minute way of me saying if you're going to recommend somebody metal and this is all my thought process over the last couple of weeks, if you're going to recommend metal to somebody Think about bands who are universal, who are capturing some different subgenres within their own genre. And there are going to be some big bands that do that. You know, Slipknot's a good example. Um, I would not recommend Slipknot personally to somebody because they're a little bit more on the experimental weird side. So they're not going to necessarily like if you listen to Slipknot and then you listen to Code Orange. That might be a good transition because they're not similar, but they do that kind of same style of experimentation. Um, however, you know, again, you're kind of going Slipknot's good for like, uh, what am I saying? <laughs> Slipknot is good for the growl. Um, that that's that's good for introduction into the growl, which is the biggest thing as far as I'm concerned with recommendations is getting them somewhere where they're comfortable with the growl. If they're comfortable with the growling vocals, then you've won. <laughs> you know, that's 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 my biggest thing. If you can find a song with growling vocals that they're like, fuck, yeah, <laughs> then you have won, sir or ma'am. Um, so here's kind of some of my recommendations. I only have like four or five here. 
Um, so it's not a long list. It's not like a top 10 or anything like that. So in no particular order at all. Um, my biggest, and this is probably my number one recommendation if it was ranked, but my biggest recommendation for people who have not listened to metal, and if you are listening to this and you have not listened to metal and think that everything I've set up at this point is fucking gibberish, I understand. Here's my biggest recommendation for you. Gojira. <clears throat> now, Gojira is technically a big band, a commercial band, and but they're not big enough to where you're supposed to like them. So. They are, how do I sell this? <laughs> um, Gojira is very, very unique in which that they touch on a lot of the side of groove metal. And groove metal, I feel, has the best to offer as far as getting somebody into metal. Um, groove metal and maybe some death and metalcore stuff as well. But it's that kind of where they skirt the line of metal and not metal. Gojira is not that. Gojira is flat out metal, but there's bands like my second rec- recommendation, Architects, that kind of skirt that line. Like they have some clean singing, they have some growling, and they have something in between. So it's not just in your face, you know, beating you to death with that. So the reason I say Gojira is mainly because of their themes. Gojira um, is a metal band that has growling, they have the heavy, heavy fucking groove tones. They have breakdowns in their songs. Their songs are bouncy and dance. You can dance to a Gojira song. The drums are phenomenal. All the instrumentation is phenomenal, and nobody would absolutely doubt that in one second. So it's not something that it's you're supposed to like. As soon as you listen to Gojira, there's no way around not being impressed by the drum skills and the guitar playing and the bassist and even the vocals to a certain degree. Gojira has a lot of melody. It has a lot of groove to it, which I've said several times, because groove is very easy to get into because it's something that's bouncy. It's something that's, you know, you could headbang to it and you can get into it. You know, it, it's it's fun music. Um, but also Gojira does themes that are a little bit more friendly. <laughs> um, a lot of Gojira's themes tend to be charitable, I would say, is the best way to describe it. Things that are like pro, you know, um pro animal and things like that. You know, they want they want to clean the environment. They want a, you know, they want people to stop whaling. Um like flying whales, I think is about that. Where they don't want, basically they they're environmentalists. So they but it's not like in your face. It's not like, oh, you're not a vegan. Let me tell you why you should be. You know, it, it's not those kind of things. It's more like um, it's a little bit more aggressive in style, like trying to warn people. If you don't do this, here's kind of what happens. You know, oh, you don't care about the environment. Cool. I guess we'll all die in a flood. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of shit. Um, so it, it's not in your face environmentalism, but at the same time, you understand what they're saying. You understand what they're coming from. And they're doing it in a way where it's not again, it's not hitting you in the face. But at the same time, it's just kind of relatable material. So you'll understand thematically as far as lyrics are concerned, which I imagine if you're not familiar with the growl, you might need some lyrics because you probably don't know what they're saying. But that being said, Gojira does have a pretty clean growl line, so you can understand what they're saying. They're easier to understand what they're saying than other bands. Like Slipknot is pretty easy to understand because Corey Taylor has an interesting growl to where it's also clean. Gojira is very similar, where their like growl is kind of clean in a way, 
So you understand what they're saying while also not. <laughs> so it's a good introduction, basically. It's a good introduction band, and it's also what I consider to be a gateway drug. So if you listen to Gojira, um, it might actually get you a little bit more interested in groove metal and things like that. And that that Gojira might lead you into my other recommendation for today, which was uh, Sepultura or Soulfly, which I, I put those kind of in the same category. Um, both of those bands, Sepultura and Soulfly, very similar. The Cavalera Brothers are known for amazing groove. So that's, there you go. If you want something fun that you can bang your head to and also dance to, um, you could play some Sepultura songs at a wedding. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Especially Soulfly, too. Um, Soulfly is a little bit more new metal genre. And new metal is a good kind of introduction. Corn, for instance, they're they're considered a big band technically, but um but those kind of bands have that weird kind of middle ground where it's while it is growling, you can still understand what they're saying. But I more so than some of the new metal bands like Corn and Slipknot, which I've mentioned a few times, Sepultura um is a little bit more metal. They're a little bit more thrash, I would say. And they are kind of a big band, but probably underrated is my guess. Um, especially some of their newer, their older stuff, some of their classic kind of albums. Um, Dead Embryonic Sale, Cells. I mean, the names of the albums and stuff is going to throw you off, but it's so good. It's so catchy. It's so melodic. They experiment a lot without it coming off experimental. You know, it, it's just great as far as a universal metal band that is good for pretty much everybody. It's 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 very fun. It's very interesting. And they're like um, a lot of what they sing about is actually their culture. Like they're from I, I want to say Brazil. I'm doing this off the top of my head, um, but I want to say like Brazil. So they're like um, a lot of their songs are cultural centric. You know, they're singing or singing, but not only that, but incorporating uh, instruments from their culture inside of these songs like roots bloody roots amazing song and very culturally appropriate as far as the band is concerned um soulfly it's very similar it's also a cavalera song so max cavalera is in sepultura he's the singer for that and the singer for soulfly uh, and cavalera conspiracy and i love the hell out of all those bands like uh, that that's one of my i would I don't know if I would consider I'm not guilty about it, but that's, I guess, fall under a category of guilty pleasure. But it's great. Max has an interesting growl where it just sounds like yelling rather than growling. So it's a little bit more instead of like the the full on full force growling that you would hear in the band distant, like I said earlier, um, or fucking like if you go listen to Slaughter Prevail or you recommend Slaughter Prevails for somebody, I worry about your recommendations because <laughs> you're going to scare somebody away rather than welcome them. And I feel like Sepultura, Gojira, those are bands that are welcoming to the genre. You're going to listen to those bands and be like, well, what more do they have to offer? And then once you've listened to what more they have to offer, you might be looking into other options. Like, okay, so I really like the shit out of the Sepultura band. Oh, look, Soulfly has the same guy. This is actually kind of how I got into metal. Like, I, I didn't go for recommendations. I just kind of found them myself. Um, which is the best way to do it. So like once I listened to Sepultura a little bit, I was like, I like this fucking Max Cavalera guy. And then I went into Soulfly. Um, I followed him to Soulfly and I was like, you know, shit, this Soulfly stuff is really good, too. I like that. And, you know, next thing you know, Cavalera Conspiracy. I'm listening to that, which is a little bit more heavier kind of metal, but also still very Soulfly Sepultura. 
Um, and then next thing you know, I'm getting into Gojira because Gojira has a lot of influences and tribal kind of instrumentation that Sepultura is known for. So it has a lot of stuff like this new album, Amazonia. No, Fortitude. Sorry, the name of the album is Fortitude. Um, that new album is very, to me, very Sepultura. It's very Soulfly. It feels like that kind of vibe, and I love it. I dig the hell out of it because of that. I like groove. I like groove in my music. And next thing you know, after you listen to that, you're getting into some of the B-side of Pantera. You know, you've probably heard Pantera before, but Pantera is a groove metal band. So next thing you know, you're you're just you fall into a rabbit hole. And that's my whole point in these recommendations is once you get into one band, you start getting into more. And next thing you know, you're listening to fucking black metal. <laughs> you know, next thing you know, you're listening to Gent. You're you're experimenting with different genres, you know, um, but Sugar is probably. Meshuggah is one of the the last bands I'd recommend to somebody. Well, except for like maybe a musician, because they would understand the timing and stuff and the intelligence behind some of the timing that Meshuggah is doing, kind of like a tool band. But um, Meshuggah is a hard band because his vocals are fucking hard to get into. Um, It was for me when I was starting out, like when I was first starting to listen to metal and kind of getting into the genre. The the one time I the first time I listened to Bleed, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then the next time I listened to Bleed, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then next time I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, by the end of it, I love the hell out of it. But it's not a early, early kind of first time listening to metal type of experience. So it's very hard to get into, especially if you watch some reacts on YouTube of Bleed by Mashuga. Most people are thrown the fuck off by his lyrics because they are all growl <laughs> and no understanding. <laughs> so, and it's amazing. I love Mushuga. It's one of my favorite bands. I mention them a lot, but, um, but again, it's not necessarily accessible for people who've never listened to it, but bands like this, like Gojira is a band that there's enough funk and groove and interesting stuff going on that the growl, it will probably still throw you off if you're not new to it. And you'll probably be like, I don't know what he's saying. We'll look up the lyrics. You'll next thing you know, you're looking up the lyrics to songs and you're like, oh, shit, he's talking about spear hunting whales. Like, that's fucked up. He he agrees. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's it it's not like it may come off kind of scary and weird, but really it's just an aggressive singing style. It's not really it's just a fry vocal style. It's like burning your vocal lines, basically. Um, So it's. Again, it's just an accessible band. I've been talking about Gojira and Sepultura. It's all, it's all, that's my biggest recommendation. That's why, as I say, get into the groove metal side. Look up one of those Spotify playlists if you'd like. Go to groove metal playlist. I'm sure there's one out there. Just click shuffle. I'm sure 80% of that is Pantera, but Pantera is an amazing band. So there, that is also a good introductory band. You know, he's, um, Phil Osamlo is he's doing an amazing kind of vocal line that's kind of skirts that line against growl and not growl. And again, that's the thing that throws people off. Um, another side of metal that I would probably recommend to people the outside of the groove metal kind of side um, is. I, I kind of mentioned a little bit metalcore, uh, deathcore, that kind of subgenres. Um, whichever one Architects falls under. <laughs> I kind of consider Architects progressive metal, but I think everybody else considers them metalcore, if I'm correct. But I don't know. I get the cores confused. The core subgenres is really, really confusing. Despite being a metalhead, I still get confused by it. Um, so 
bands like the Architects and Periphery, those are probably my next recommendations for people. It's not my number one, but it is some of my recommendations. The reason I say that is Architects, um, or even like uh, bands like As I Lay Dying, or thing, uh, what's it called? Bring, uh, bring the Hori- bring me the horizon. Bands like that. Um, they they are a little bit more commercially friendly. I would bet that those are the kind of bands that you would end up seeing in the Grammys because they're a little bit publicly and commercially endearing. Um, where they're you know they're they're a little bit more skirt in the line of you know like uh, I keep using that phrase for some reason, <laughs> but um, they're kind of on the side of like uh, you know love interests and love gone bad and all that stuff. Not all of their songs, but um, that kind of idea. So they're probably a little bit more friendly for something like um, the Grammys. Let's say like I could see Architects playing their new album at the Grammys. Animals maybe Black Lung be a great song to play at the Grammys. Just kind of get throwing out the curse words like rappers do, you know. Um, I don't really know why I would recommend they recommend them, but I think it's because of mostly those YouTube reaction videos that I've seen of this band, where people who are non-metal heads, people who are classically trained music theorists, even stuff, when they listen to bands like The Architects, especially their new album, man, it's a similar kind of situation where it's very, very groovy and the riffs are simplistic and they hit hard as fuck. But it's also progressive in the style that it's it's like um, they're doing some weird shit with their guitar, like, you know, some weird fucking shit. (laughs) Periphery is a good example of what the fuck's going on in this. (laughs) If you watch the video of uh, uh, I want to say his name's Mark, maybe, but um, the guys play the guitarists play through of Reptile by Periphery. It's fucking crazy the thing he's doing with his guitar i don't know what how he's doing it holcomb i think is his name um how is he playing guitar like that <laughs> nobody plays guitars like that um there's also that kid i can never remember the name of the band but who does that interesting song he's known for doing kind of weird shit with his guitar um on youtube i know that's kind of vague but i don't remember his name he, he was re- recently on rick beato's thing um but that kind of genre that uh, progressive music, I should say, um, is way more accessible for somebody who doesn't listen to metal. The only the, the reason I'm kind of hesitant and the re- reason I'm kind of going all over the place as far as talking is uh, I don't know if progressive music is good for a gateway into other genres of metal. I don't know if that's one of those genres that people get stuck in. You know, and that's that's my biggest thing is that that's why, even though I put it on my list, I was a little bit concerned. Like, I don't know if that's going to be a good gateway drug, though. You know, I I don't know if I listened to Architects was my first experience with metal music. I don't know that Architects would necessarily get me from like a Wikipedia game where you're trying to find a certain area or certain era by starting out in oranges and you want to find the war of 1987 or something like that. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Um, (laughs) But uh so that's the only reason I hesitate with architects, but at the same time architects, I know I'm not selling it well. The architect stuff, if you go listen to Animals by Architects, there's no way you're not gonna like it. You know, you're not supposed to like it, of course. Like I said, you can like whatever the fuck you want if you hate it. Great, cool, congratulations. Some people love the Justice League, some people hate it. Some people love BVS, some people hate it. Same thing with Marvel. Some people hate Marvel movies. There are people out there that hate Marvel movies <laughs> or just some of them like Thor Ragnarok or not Ragnarok, uh, Thor Dark World and stuff like that. That makes sense. Those aren't the great ones. So 
Um, but architects, that's the only thing is I don't know that they're a gateway drug. They may be just kind of a niche genre that people get into and then stop listening to metal or don't experiment with other genres of metal. Um, but they are at the same time bands like Architects and Periphery. They also have the growling and stuff. And that's kind of why I put them on the list is because, again, the growling is the hardest thing for people to get through. It's not even the themes of Satanism and all that stuff. People can usually get over that stuff if the song is good. So it's really that growling stuff that people have to get over. And I think Architects presents that good kind of middle ground of growls to not growls, clean vocals to not clean vocals. And they use it very efficiently, like the growling and the stuff when they do the screaming um, it's used a good way. It's used very musically speaking. It's put in certain areas of the song that works well as a cohesive kind of song and it gr- keeps the groove going and you never get really thrown out of the moment. Um, I think Architects had a better album with the last one. So if I was going to recommend Architects to you, I'd probably say go listen to the last album first. Um, the Holy Holy Hell album is the one I'm not talking about for Architects. That album is like front to back one of the most perfect albums i've ever heard in my life i it's so so good um and i think it's like dedicated to one of their band members as well that may have passed away i i i'm not too fluent on their history so you'll forgive me if i made a mistake there but um for those that wish uh wish to exist that the current album that just released and it might be one of the better albums of the year so far um, but Holy Hell and the album even that came before it, all, all Our Gods Have Abandoned Us, those are amazing, amazing albums. They have so much melody, so much heart, and so much work put into those albums that they're. it's a shame if you don't listen to it. It's that, that type of thing where it's um, listening to those, you're getting an experience from it. It's like listening to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. It's an experience that better done once uh, not not better done once <laughs> yeah only listen to this band one time and then fuck off <laughs> that seems so fucked um no but it's better experienced by yourself without rather than having like tastes of the song or something just it's one of those albums that you go to it you play from track one to track the end of the fucking album however many tracks are in that album but holy hell is an amazing amazing tune and uh, I guarantee you it's a, it's a great it's a great album and it's very accessible to anyone at all. Like it doesn't matter who they are. It's accessible all across the board and architects periphery. Those peripheries reptile phenomenal fucking album. Absolutely astounding. Good. Um, one of my top tens of uh, I believe 2019 is when that came out. Um, so, yeah, go check those albums out, but also check out those bands. They're just great. They're great, great bands. Now, a little bit on the different side. There's a whole subgenre of amazing and talented women in metal, um, which surprises the hell out of everybody because women, unfortunately, there's not a lot of, um, they either don't get a lot of airplay or they don't, there's not enough of them in metal as a whole. Metal is a pretty male friendly genre, which kind of sucks, honestly, because the metal, the women that are in metal are some of the best performers musically speaking overall not just in metal um so and and this is not a moment to just kind of shine put a spotlight on women and metal as a whole this is really an honest recommendation for people who aren't into metal ginger ginger spelled with a j j i n j e r i believe it's ginger <laughs> in wherever they're from i think ukraine maybe 
Uh, I think it's just the spelling is different over there for ginger, the spice. Um, I think I could, that could be wrong. Uh, so they're from the Ukraine, I believe, or somewhere, uh, somewhere in that kind of general area. So again, apologies. I'm not necessarily well-versed in the histories of these bands, but <laughs> ginger is one of those bands that is one of the most react metal bands on YouTube. I guarantee you, if you were to put a top 10 list on videos that have um, metal bands that have had the most YouTube reaction videos, it's Ginger. Ginger would win by a landslide. And the reason that is, is because of the song Pisces. Now, there's some people heard me say that and they're like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, some metal friends out there are like Pis- Pisces, fuck yeah, dude. Um, it's an amazing, amazing song in its own right, but it's also. It's this is a shock value one for a lot of people, and this is why I would recommend it. I'm not going to really tell you too much about it, but Ginger is one of those bands that surprises the fuck out of a lot of people. Um, They would technically fall under a progressive side of metal, I think, because of their stylization of music as a whole and their themes and stuff. But it's also a good introduction to the growl and also. Tatiana Shemeliuk. I'm I'm butchering that name. There's no way I'm not, (laughs) but amazing singer just her clean vocals are some of the best that metal has to offer and that's saying a lot because there are a lot of amazing amazing talent as far as women and men are concerned um in metal as a whole um i already mentioned floor and uh in nightwish one of the best singers i've ever heard in my life not just metal just in general floor is amazing watching her do phantom of the opera with uh hank something or other so good, so good. I love Phantom of the Opera, though. <laughs> that, that is probably a guilty pleasure. Uh, but um, Ginger is amazing, man. You're you're really gonna get you're in for a treat because their songs are melodic, they're groovy, they experiment a lot. They're they're you can listen to one song and it will be the heaviest thing you've ever listened to as far as metal concern, and then the next song is like a Rastafarian kind of influence. <laughs> you know, there's like a Jamaican kind of esque influence in there. It's like pumping kind of music. Um, it's, it's just astounding how quick they are able to change genres, experiment with different genres. And that's why ginger is an accessible band for somebody who is not listening to metal like yourself, whoever's listening to this, I'm talking about you, Steve. Um, <laughs> so the, it's it's a very accessible band as far as different genres and concern, and I think they're a good gateway drug because if you listen to Ginger, they experiment with those different genres. Um, you're gonna get a little bit of everything with them, you know. You're gonna they they like to play what they like, and it's that's the most honorable thing. They're a band like Code Orange, where like if you listen to them. They're not necessarily playing because that's what the public wants. That's what their fans want. Their fans want another Pisces. They may not give you another Pisces. They're going to play whatever the hell they want. And it works so well. Giving Them doing what they love always comes off great. (laughs) And that's the best way to put it. Gojira, I think, is one of those bands that may struggle in the future a little bit by trying to meet the needs or wants of the public rather than experimenting and trying some different stuff. That's not always the case. Gojira is an amazing band, like I said, but again, that's a, their style of music tends to be somewhat repeatable. Um, but ginger 
does not repeat itself. It's always different. It's always unique. It's always groovy. It's always fun. And you can literally dance to a lot of their songs. That kind of reggae feel that I was talking about, that kind of like Rastafarian sort of song, it's there's literally videos of Tatiana dancing to it. So it's it's not it's not new. It's it's so good and it's so fresh and it's one of the most unique metal bands that's come out in the last 20, 21st century, whatever the fuck it might be. <laughs> so um, I don't know where we are anymore, man. When I say last year, it's I still I still think of last year as tw- 2019. So <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, so that's that's kind of my recommendation just right off the bat here. Gojira Architects, Ginger, Sepultura, Soulfly. Th- those are the ones that I'm like, you know, they're so accessible and so unique. If you want a little bit more as far as uh, Ginger is concerned, there are other bands in that. And that's why they're a good gateway drug is because if you listen to Ginger, there's no way that you're not going to find yourself in a rabbit hole of listening to amazing women in metal. Uh, In this moment, Maria Brink, fucking phenomenal. I, I talk up in this moment all the time. I love in this moment. Uh, they're an amazing band besides their last album, which didn't really necessarily vibe with me all that much, but an amazing band. Nonetheless, um, go listen to them as well. Infected rain, um, infected rain needs more promotion because Lena says her hands so good. The, her vocal styles are amazing. Stitched up heart. Another band that's probably goes under the radar that needs a little bit more, um, needs to be put out there a little bit more. So, um, for my music theory nerds, maybe go listen to Opeth um, or bands like Opeth is a good recommendation, too, as far as the growl is concerned. Be, but Opeth is very odd. <laughs> they're, they're one of those bands that you listen to and you're you're like, I, I feel like this is meant for the people who know music theory. <laughs> I love Opeth personally. They're they're for anyone, honestly. But um, yeah, I feel like some people listen to those. Uh, like Mastodon and stuff, and they're like, oh, I know what he's doing here. This is like a 16th, 8th note or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, everyone's gateway drug is Slayer, as far as metal's concerned. Slayer is the number one gateway drug. That is a little bit more commercial of a band, but in a different way. Like, of the four, big four, Slayer is probably the one that people listen to the least because they're afraid. <laughs> they're afraid they're summoning something. Their desks start floating. <laughs> so, um, or you can go with the showy, showy fun bands, uh, baby metal. That's an awesome band. There's no way you're not going to smile listening to chocolate chocolate by baby metal. Uh, Avatar is a good band as well. Uh, amazing band. They're very theatrical and stuff. The Eagle has landed is my favorite song by them. And I actually plan on doing an avatar discography. I've seen them about six times in concert. They never sit in this moment. An avatar is some of the best concert experience you will have in your life. I, I promise you, if you go, if you, if you never listen to avatar, go watch them live at the least because they are so much fun. So, so good. As far as a live band ghost as well. I mentioned them. Uh, Ghost is a little bit more on the hard rock side of things, maybe heavy metal, kind of a classic kind of metal, but they are really good. Um, I see Black Sabbath a lot come in in the comments and stuff like that. But um, honestly, the uh, Black Sabbath is one of those bands that I mentioned before. So that are a little bit commercial. You're supposed to like them, etc. It's of course, they're amazing. So um, other than that, that's kind of my recommendations. I guess this is less a recommendation list more than. Uh, teaching metalheads how to recommend. <laughs> so maybe I should rename it. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> we'll get some target audience in here. Um, that being said, guys, I, th- I think that's going to be the end of this episode for now. Um, 
those are my recommendations. Like, go check out any of the bands I mentioned. Honestly, if you're new to metal, you can check out any anything you want. Do whatever you want, man. Don't don't take my word for it. Um, Gojira is my biggest recommendation for you if you're new. If you're looking for something interesting in metal to check out, you're not a metalhead. Maybe you're thinking about it. Um, or you're on the fence about it because you're not really into the growling and stuff. I mean, I, I get it. I was there once. I get it. Um, Ghost was hard for me to listen to once upon a time. You know, I, I was the first time. Ghost is a hard rock band. They don't have any growling and stuff, but they were still hard because they had that satanic stuff. I didn't know if it was okay to listen to that stuff. And then you start listening to it and you realize, oh, wait, this is fine. What was I ever worried about, man? It doesn't make you a sinner, does it? I don't think it. If you are somebody who believes in religion, I don't think whatever God you pray to is really going to care what kind of music you listen to. That may not, you may want to reconsider what kind of God you're praying to if they're worried about that. So, <laughs> sorry, getting a little religious input in here. Sorry to offend anybody if I did. <laughs> Again, not my knowledge base. So, um, long story short, guys, listen to whatever the fuck you want, but at least whatever you're listening to, make sure you're enjoying it. Just go out there and try some different genres, man. If you can, you know what? Here, here's, I got some homework for you. Here's one genre that I, I struggle with the most to get into, um, besides jazz. <laughs> the, the one genre I struggle with personally as myself, um, to get into is country music. I, I have such a weird kind of bias against country music, and I don't know why. Um, but I, to me, it sounds very similar. It doesn't sound, unique enough are there unique bands out there give me some recommendations i don't necessarily want the the fucking big name acts and i don't need the rascal flats of the world and shit like that i don't i don't want to listen to something that i i'm supposed to enjoy because i'm not going to enjoy it like i've said Uh, if i'm pressured to enjoy it i'm not going to enjoy it um so give me some give me some of that suggestions if you're a country fan like maybe if you're uh, if you're a metalhead, you probably don't have any recommendations <laughs> for me. But if you're a non-metalhead, if you're a country person that likes dancing and all that stuff and two steps and all that, I mean, I'm a Texan and I struggle with country music. So, and I would like to at least get into every genre of music there is. Um, I don't feel the need to like country music, but again, as a podcast that listens to music, I would like to delve into as many genres as possible, listen to all of the good music I possibly can while I'm still on this earth. So give me some recommendations. What are, what do you suggest as far as metal bands? Um, if you're a metal head listening to this, put it, put it in the comments. Who do you think is accessible for everybody? Don't just put your favorites. <laughs> just be like, you know what? This is that band that I feel like would get, me into metal or get somebody else into metal this is the band that's accessible they get used to that growl they get used to the themes and they're like you know what this is the one don't put cannibal corpse i swear to god (laughs) or cattle decapitation that's the way to lose people (laughs) so we need some people in this metal genre man otherwise the grammys and the hall of fames will never recognize us (laughs) so um but yeah, so there you go. There's some homework for you, okay? So find my posts on Instagram, Buttermilk Boulevard Pod, or go to Twitter, or go to Facebook, whatever you want, man. Send me a note, send me a message, comment on the posts, whatever your recommendations might be. Um, do you agree with my recommendations? Do you think those are good bands? The Gojira, Ginger, Sepultura, uh, Architects, Periphery, whatever, man. Just do you think those are good bands to recommend to somebody who's new to metal or uh, wants to get into the genre? Just let me know, man. Um, anyway, thank you so much for watching this pot. Watching. <laughs> 
Thanks so much for watching Buttermilk Boulevard. Watching? Why do I keep doing that? God damn it! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate everybody checking out today. If you bothered to listen but didn't subscribe, nonetheless, thank you so much. Um, maybe consider leaving a follow, subscribe, or whatever it is on your podcast podcast site or whatever that is. Um, maybe leave a subscription, comment. You know what the best thing that you can do for me, though? I'll give you a big virtual hug. I'll give you a real-life hug if I meet you in real life. If Just give me a rating. Give me a nice rating. Give me a five-star rating five-star review, whatever. You don't even have to put a comment. Just click five stars. It will recognize it, and then it'll help the podcast grow. I do this for free. I don't make any money from it, and it'll just help me at least boost my ego, if nothing else. <laughs> so, um, so thank you so much again, everybody. If you are a Twitch fan, I do have a Twitch out there um, unrelated to music. I just play some video games every now and then. It's called Gentle Metalhead. Again, not related to my podcast, just kind of throwing in a shameless plug. And we do have a sponsor today. It's Buttermilk Boulevard. Buttermilk Boulevard is that sponsor. If you like podcasts, Buttermilk Boulevard is the podcast for you. <laughs> uh, so sorry to toot my own horn here, but thanks, everybody. Again, I appreciate y'all. Y'all take care. Stay safe out there. And until next time, peace out. James out. Rock on. <laughs>